So holding by Melach Malif, we're at Perik Yitches Pasuk Chaf. This year we started as a Schosli Lenish Masichas Kol Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda. Shol Shvi Schosli Lenish Maser Bechil Mech Ben Asher Moish Ben Daniel Chaim Melazer Ben Shimshon Arya Yenas Tzerav Asichas Kol, as well as a Schos for Shleima V'Chaim Moishe Shol Ben Malka Chaim Dov Ben Mina Rachel Chanalia B'Shein Derachel Abedati Ben Peril, and a Schos for all those in a Makom Sakana in and around Eretz Yisrael. So we will begin now to learn about the gathering on Harakarmel. There were very few times in our history where so many people gathered together for a test of this level of magnitude. But Elio arranged such a dramatic test because he knew that in order to wean Kalai Yisrael off of Avodah Zarah, there had to be some major event, some massive gathering where this publicly dem- demonstration would show once and for all that HaKadosh Baruch was the only true power in the world and that the Avodah Zarah were not only false but were completely powerless. This has such a reishim, such an impact on Klai Yisrael that they shouted this declaration of faith, this Hashem Kim, that is something that we close Ni'ila, the holiest time of the year, the holiest moments of the year, with the same declaration, Hashem Kim. And the Radak and others say that the Pesach does not tell us that Hashem specifically commanded Elio to bring about this demonstration, this public demonstration, although Hashem told Elio it was time to end the drought, but it was certainly Elio's decision to do it through a massive Kiddush Hashem, Berabim, just as it was his decision to bring the drought in the first place. So So Achav sent out amongst all of Klai Yisrael, he gathers the false prophets to Arakarmel. The challenge that Elio issued was to gather all 850 Neviyeh Sheker, the 400 Neviyeh Baal, the, I'm sorry, the 450 Neviyeh Baal, the 400 Neviyeh Asherah, gather them all to Arakarmel to oppose Elio, to decide once and for all where the ultimate Kayach exists in the world. As we said last time, we'll see in Pasach of Beis that only the 450 Neviyah Baal showed up because the Neviyah Asherah understood that Elio was trying to disprove them. They knew that they were fakers, and so therefore, hiding behind the protection of Izevel, the Neviyah Asherah declined to show up. The Psikta Derev Kahana discusses why Harakarmel was specifically chosen for this demonstration, and the Psikta says that Harakamel was rewarded because of its own display of Kavara Torah. When Hashem wanted to give the Torah to Klai Yisrael, all the mountains came and offered various reasons why the Torah should be given on them. And Harakamel was one of these mountains, and it came with a valid reason. So Hashem said that since it had proper intention, the request would not be completely in vain, and its reward came now in the times of Elio. Here, Klai Yisrael sees a Gilei that ultimately motivates them to do tshuva. Because if a person has sincere ratzah in L'shem Shemayim, so even if what you're asking for you aren't uh, fulfilled, it's not given to you, but your ratzah in the... the um, the kavana that you had is ultimately rewarded. And in the future, the Psikta ends off, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to bring together three mountains, Har Sinai, Har Tavar, and Har Karmel, and build a base Amikdash upon them. Because similar to Har Karmel, Har Tavar also desired for the Torah to be given on it, and it was Zaychet to a revelation that took place against Sisra. So Elio here chose Har, Tov, Har HaKarmel because of its sincerity to be Mekadish Shemayim, which here Elio utilizes it for that exact purpose. And just to add from the Radak, the Radak says that it only says that 
Achav gathered the Nevi'im, the Redak says that Achav did not have to gather the people. They came of their own free will because they wanted to see how would Elio bring about a test between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Avodah It was not something that anyone had ever seen, so it was a not-to-be-missed event. So Elio approaches all the people. And he says to them, How long are you going to jump between the two sides, between the two opinions. Im Hashem Oelekim. If Hashem is the true God, L'chuacharav, then follow Him. Vim Abal, and if you believe that Baal is the true power, then L'chuacharav, go after Him. V'lai Anhuam Oisaydavar, and the people were not able to answer Elio. So the Radak explains that Admasiatam Paischim, Paischim is like a Piseach, a lame person who has no feet. He constantly has to shift his weight from one leg to the other leg because neither one is capable of supporting his weight properly. Similarly, Klai Yisrael kept jumping back and forth between being, between being loyal to Hashem and being loyal to the Baal. Rashi says that Klai Yisrael did not answer him because they really were in doubt. They didn't know which one was the right way. They were so steeped in Avodah Zarah that they had a real doubt which way to go. Should they choose Hashem or should they choose Baal? It's also possible that in the minds of Klai Yisrael, they saw nothing wrong with keeping the Torah and also davening and bringing Karbanois to Baal because this way of life benefited them till now. They did just as, they were just as, as successful in battles and things were working out pretty well for them until the last two years. The confusion came from the influence of the Neviya Baal as never before in Klai Yisrael's history had people lost the ability to distinguish between true MS and good and Ra and Rishos. The um, Dasoifrim adds that many people, many tzaddikim knew the Emes, but they refrained from speaking out publicly because they uh, feared that there might be retribution coming from Zevel. The Radak adds that although they were jumping back and forth, when the rain stopped coming, they decided to become loyal to HaKadosh Baruch and return in that direction. However, the Nevi'e Baal stopped them and convinced them with their words. They said, hold on, when things are going great, you're following the Baal, and all of a sudden, when things go a little bit bad, you jump ship. And so they uh, started to turn Klai Yisrael's heart back towards the Baal, even though Klai Yisrael was suffering. Malbim asks what seems to be an obvious question. Is Elio really offering Klai Yisrael an option? Like, do they have a choice? Elio is saying, if you want to choose the Baal, choose the Baal. Is that not being a Macis and signing Klai Yisrael to sin? Like, how could Elio offer them a choice? So the Malbim explains, of course, Elio is not encouraging the people to choose whichever side they want. He was explaining, you cannot serve Hashem while part of you feels some loyalty, even some slight loyalty to Baal. If Hashem is your God, then you need to follow Him and Him alone. And if you lean even slightly towards Baal, that's basically equivalent to serving only the Baal. Basically, you're either in 100% or you're not in at all. The Chavetz Chaim explains that someone might think that yes, Avaydazar is a terrible Avera, but it's better at least that I serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu a little bit. I have a t- terrible Yitzhara to do Avaydazar, but at least let me serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu a little bit rather than devote myself completely to Avaydazar. But that's not true. When you divide your allegiance in that way, you mislead others into thinking that that's okay. You can have a false belief as long as you also keep some of the Torah and that not only deceives yourself, but you end up leading others off the derech as well. Reb Chaim Shmulevit says, you see from here that a mixture of good and evil can sometimes do more damage than just being pure evil because the good that you learned and did could lead you to rationalize and even justify your averas. The example we see here is by Yaakov, 
that Achav becomes one of those kings, even though he was a tremendous Tamachacham, but he was one of those kings who lost his Chelek and Olam Habits, worse than even some of the greatest Rishayim we had that were just pure Rishayim. Similarly, Reb Chaim Shemlevitz brings the example of Eliphaz. Eliphaz, who studied Torah under Yitzchak, but was the, inf- the son of Esav, he's the one that's the father of Amalek, because it was his good combined with his bad that brought out, brought out pure evil into this world in the form of Amalek.